0: Good evening. Thank you for listening to Be Happy, Healthy and Wealthy with Dr. Irene Ching. Today's episode is on melatonin and its benefits. So some of my listeners have gotten in touch and they've requested for me to discuss a bit more about melatonin and its effect. And it's quite interesting, especially a lot of doctors probably locally in UK, haven't really been using melatonin. Again, melatonin is considered as a drug in UK. As compared to US, things are a lot different. Even in Europe as well, melatonin is considered as a medicine. So let's talk a bit more about melatonin. And prior to that, I just want to put a disclaimer out there about uh, the information I'm going to provide for you today. It's more from my own knowledge over the years and my own research and what I've learned from Uh, lectures, webinars, and courses that I've been through uh, over the years for um, A4M, IFM, and uh, being an NHS doctor as well. So just want to put a disclaimer, make sure you check with your doctor. I'll be teaching a bit more about melatonin, and a lot of my uh, listeners wanted a bit more clinical information about it because they always say that, oh, when I listen to your message – uh, and your podcast, I get a lot of aha moment, and they are very happy, because I tend to explain s- some of the things that happened, and why um, melatonin is good, and, but of course, uh, you're going to have to check with your doctor about it, and also be careful with what sort of preparation of melatonin uh, you are getting, because in US, you can uh, just get it uh, from different providers and even in uk you can get melatonin delivered from us okay and sometimes some of these supplements are mixed with some of the medication for insomnia or supplements for insomnia so let's talk about melatonin so melatonin is made from tryptophan which is also used to make serotonin so it's made in the penile gland in the retina, the GI tract and your white cells. Now, if your melatonin goes up, the your hormone serotonin goes down. So this thing is very important to understand. Hence, we will talk a bit more about depression, when not to use melatonin. Now, if you eat too many high glycemic index carbohydrates, you make less melatonin because more, ser- more serotonin is made instead. So the body needs vitamin B to convert melatonin from tryptophan. Now what are the functions of melatonin? You see, melatonin can affect the release of sex hormones. It aids the immune system. It works as an antioxidant. It blocks the estrogen from the binding receptors' sites. And it decreases cortisol level. It helps balance the stress response. It helps prevent cancer, improve mood, improve sleep quality, increases the action of benzodiazepines, which is your diazepam, valium. It stimulates the parathyroid gland. It stimulates production of growth hormone and it's cardioprotective. And uh, studies shown that melatonin supplements along with estradiol replacement in women decreases the oxidative stress in lab animals. Oxidative stress means stress is caused by oxidation, which means uh, some of more cells can be destroyed using oxidation. So, melatonin and its help and its benefits in protecting the heart. Okay, p- people have always observed that p- patients with coronary artery disease tend to have a low uh, nighttime melatonin level. Okay, melatonin has been shown to reduce hypoxia, which means the lack of oxygen and um, it actually prevent reoxygenation induced damage in patients with uh, cardiac angina or ischemic stroke. You know, so people who have developed adverse effects from uh, after a heart attack and they have shown to have lower nighttime melatonin level than patients without adverse effects. Okay, and um, what what happened in melatonin? Why is it able to help the cardiac uh function and protection? So because it's it's a it's a vasodilator, means it dilates the arteries, and it is also um, it takes up some of these free radicals, which is cause, causing damage to cells, and causing cancerous cells. And it also inhibits or stop the oxidation of your LDLC, which is not good. Your LDLC is the one that is oxidated; that it causes plugs and narrowing of the arteries, especially to the heart. So it also reduces inflammation, uh, which, in some studies, show that CRP levels actually uh, correlates inversely correlates uh, after heart attack. So the other thing is also it protects the heart muscles, mitochondria, especially used in uh, doxorubicin, which is a chemo. It also helps with, uh, shown in animals or what we call lab animals, uh, with supplements of melatonin, it can help to reduce uh, abdominal fats and also reduce the plasma insulin level. So we have also had studies that showed uh, low level of melatonin are associated uh, with an increased risk of developing neurodegenerative diseases. Some symptoms of decreased melatonin are also common to patients with Alzheimer's disease. Uh, For example, disruption of the circadian rhythm, which is the rhythm of day and night, Um, also in mood changes. Delirium means confusions, usually tend to be uh, happening in uh, some people uh, with infection or sepsis. Now we've done, we've we've we have actually discussed some studies actually showed, uh patient in certain studies with Alzheimer's disease had a lower level of melatonin, and uh, so hence it's important uh, to keep an eye on the melatonin effect. There are studies that shown there are benefits in melatonin replacement in patients with early Alzheimer's disease. Okay, Melatonin supplementation has been shown to decrease the damage caused by amyloid beta protein and tau proteins. Melatonin has also, show, also been shown to guard against harmful effects of aluminium, which has been shown to cause oxidative changes in the brain that are like Alzheimer's disease. So studies shown that replacing melatonin in animal models of Alzheimer's disease, uh, it reduced the learning and memory deficits. In genetically predisposed mice, where melatonin was replaced early, so when they are genetically predisposed, what I'm saying is those mice that are predisposed to Alzheimer's, they did not show a pathogen. Pathological changes nor symptoms of connective decline if they have melatonin replaced early. So medical trials also reveal that using melatonin in patients with Alzheimer's disease, they have better sleep patterns and less sundowning and slow progression of cognition. So studies have shown that supplementing with melatonin helps to protect against Alzheimer's disease. As you know, mild connective impairment MCI is the impairment that precedes actual dementia, and twelve percent of people with MCI proceed to develop dementia each year. And studies showed that patients that supplemented with melatonin three to twenty-four milligrams for fifteen to twenty months did much better on cognitive tests. Lab trials have shown that melatonin replacement increased the sirtuin one, which is a longevity protein, and as especially it's sirtuin one is activated by caloric restriction. So these are papers uh, done by Chang and it's stated melatonin preserves longevity protein sirtuin-1 expression in the hippocampus of total sleep deprived rats. So melatonin replacement has been shown to decrease the risk of developing Parkinson's disease as well. And uh, animal trials have shown that melatonin can prevent and do uh, to some extent, it may even help to reverse the motor and behavioral changes that are associated with Parkinson's disease. Okay, as you know, in Parkinson's disease, there is an accumulation of protein called alpha synuclein. And in animal studies, melatonin supplementation has been shown to prevent the production of alpha synuclein in brain cells. So, melatonin supplementation also attacks alpha synuclein and makes it more available to be removed by the body. So lab studies showed that melatonin can reverse the inflammatory changes that occurs in Parkinson's disease. And animal studies shown that melatonin helps to restore the normal activities of key enzyme that is involved in the synthesis of dopamine. In lab studies, melatonin supplements were shown to increase the survival of dopamine-producing cells. So obviously, there's a lot of clinical information there, especially um, some of my listeners quite like some Uh, some of this clinical information so there's so much to learn okay and some of studies also show that melatonin may reduce the risk of um, strokes uh, by reducing blood pressure and lowering cholesterol in some of the studies and melatonin supplementation in lab animals decrease the damage after stroke and also reduce the seizures occurrence occurrence Melatonin also shown to increase plasticity or regeneration of the neurons after a stroke. How does it do it? So in animal studies, melatonin reduced the damage caused by stroke by decreasing the activation of protein-melting enzymes. So it's really interesting. Okay. So how does it work? So in animal trials of experimentally induced stroke, melatonin supplementation had the following effects of tighten the brain, the blood-brain barrier, reduce tissue swelling and preventing the hemorrhagic transformation or the bleeding effect. Okay, so it's also supplementation. Melatonin has been shown to minimize brain swelling and dysfunction after a close head injury. So it's shown to protect the brain in the case of traumatic brain injury as well. Okay, so what causes melatonin deficiency? Okay. These include alcohol, caffeine, electromagnetic fields, tobacco, and new, numerous medication, including benzodiazepine. So studies shown that a single dose of 2 milligrams of alprozolam at 9 p.m. suppressed melatonin levels all night long, and even at 7 a.m. the next morning. So so just be careful if you're taking things like diazepam, alprozolam, lorazepam, those kind of drugs are including temazepam as well. Now, symptoms of excess melatonin, of course, daytime sleepiness and fatigue, depression, headaches, increasing cortisol, which can lead to fat storage, intense dreaming or nightmares, suppression of serotonin. What are the causes of excess melatonin production, for example, from food? bananas, barley, cherries, ginger, oats, rice, sweet corn, tomatoes and walnuts. What are the causes of excess melatonin production? Obviously from exercise, St. John's wards, taking melatonin as supplements, medication like um, some of the pramines and fluvosemines, some of those uh, TCA drugs. So who are those who shouldn't take melatonin? Use with caution in patients with an autoimmune disease, since it can stimulate the immune system. Uh, Pregnant and breastfeeding women, so try to avoid and should not take melatonin. Patients taking steroids, obviously we use with caution in patients who are depressed and do not use if patient has lymphoma or leukemia. Okay. So all this information hopefully will help you to understand a bit more about melatonin. As you know, melatonin is very important in helping uh, sleep, restoring your sleep. And when you sleep is when you heal, okay? And also it helps in uh, restoration, memory, uh, improvement, and also preventing Alzheimer's or memory issues okay thank you for listening and uh, please listen follow and subscribe thank you very much